It is Yud Zion, Sivan Tavshin Pei Beis, 17th of Sivan 5782, here at the database of Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. And at the moment of this recording, we are less than 24 hours removed from the premiere episode of the brand new series in Yana Diyomi, and already a connection has been spotted between the Parsha Shavua and Daf Yomi, Parsha's Bahaloscha, and the upcoming Daf Yevamos Kuf Alf, that's Yevamos 101. And I have to tell you that I did not plan it this way. It's pure Hashgacha Pratis. And no, the connection that I'm about to share with you is not a stretch. I told myself that this series would not be for the purposes of forcing connections between Inyana Dioma, the Daf, and Parsha Shavua. But I was going to let these things speak for themselves. And although the connection I'm about to share with you is not in a specific line in the Gemara, but it is a line in a Tosvos on our daf. So you get a treat today, I get to share with you and learn with you a Tosvos, which perhaps you didn't expect on learning today, but we will discuss a Tosvos. What is the context of this Tosvos, the context of the Gemara, where we have a shout-out in Tosvos to a Pasuk in Parshas Bahaloscha. So the Gemara is discussing the standard for judges in the case of Chalitza. You know, Chalitza is really the counter-ceremony to Yibum. Yibum is the lever at marriage when a woman, Rahman al-Tzlan, loses is her husband and the husband has no children, she has a bond to the Yavam, to the brother-in-law. She's supposed to marry the deceased husband's brother to perpetuate his legacy. But in cases where they do not go through with Yibum, they have the ceremony called Chalitza, which involves the removal of the shoe and in effect removing her from the bond to the Yavam, to her brother-in-law. And the Gemara explains that even had Yotos, even non-experts, can serve as judges for Chalitza. And one of the sources, the Gemara derives it from a word in the Pasuk, in the Parsha of Chalitza, the word Le'ene, before the eyes of, which the Gemara says comes to exclude blind people from serving as judges for Chalitza. And the Gemara points out that this this drasha, this Gzair Sakasav, would not be necessary if Chalitza required expert members of Sanhedrin. And this is because expert members of Sanhedrin are already required to be unblemished. They cannot have any physical blemishes. And the Gemara learns this out from Pasuk and Shir Hashirim, um, Kulach Yafa Rayasi, you are entirely beautiful, my friend. Umum Ein Bach, and there's no blemish in you. So Tosfos implicitly asks why we don't find the other Pasuk that's cited in the parallel Gemara in Sanhedrin on Lamed Vavamid Beis. If you look at the Gemara there, the Gemara is discussing the standard for judges in the case of Dine Nefashos, capital crimes. And much like our Gemara, that Gemara cites the Pasuk in Shir Hashirim to demonstrate that judges can't be blemished. And in the discussion, the Gemara ends up quoting a Pasuk in our very own Parshas Baha'aloscha, which our Tosvos here in Yevamus 101b quotes at the very top right here on our daf. Tosvos on our daf, first on the Dibur HaMaschli, Yafarayasi Umumein Bach, so says Tosvos, Aval, from the Pasuk in Baha'aloscha, Nivihis Yatsu Shamimach, that Pasuk, Bedomen Lach, that the person, that the judges have to be resembling Moshe, lo darshinon. That's not darshan in our Gemara. So what's the context? The pasuk in Baha'alosicha, that's in Bamidbar, Yud Aleph, Yud um, uh, um, Tezayin, eleven sixteen. The pasuk says, Vayomer Hashem Moshe Esvali Shivim Zikenim. Hashem says to Moshe, I gather for me seventy men, Mizikne Yisrael, from the elders of Israel, Asher Yadata, with whom you're familiar with, Kihem Zikne Ha'am Vishotrav. They're going to be the elders of the nation and the officers. Vlakachta Osam, you should take them El Ohel Moed to the tent of meeting, and here's our line. Vihisiatzvu 
Sham Imach, and they should be stationed there with you. They should stand there with you. And the Gemara Darshans in, in, in Sanhedrin, that they should be Domenlach, they should be similar to Moshe. And in what way? That they should not have tainted Yichos, they should not have Tagam Mishpacha, something, um, that, some flaw in, their, in the lineage. For example, Mamzerus, there should not be anything like that. So Tosvos wonders why that Pasuk is not quoted in the length of our discussion here in, in the Hemshech of our Gemara. And explains Tosvos, Aval lach, the drasha that the, that the judges have to resemble Moshe Rabbeinu, they can't have tainted yichos, lo darshinon ele Explains Tosvos, that Gemara, the context of that Gemara, which was discussing judges for Dinei Nefashos, so that context, that entire Pasuk, so it was all preoccupied with pedigree and specifically not with physical blemishes like our Gemara is because in that Gemara explains Tosos um, there is no task which the judges needed to perform which would logically be disqualified by a physical defect. And so the point is that Tosos explains that that line, um, so that line about the Pasuk in Baha'a does not make it to our Gemara as I just explained, there was no task in the context of that Gemara that had to do with physical blemishes. The Gemara in Sanhedrin was preoccupied with psal with lineage, that kind of a blemish. Our Gemara is talking only about a physical blemish, which is why our Gemara, even though Tosvos does, our Gemara does not quote the Pasuk in Parshas Baha'a but while Tosvos has our attention on that Gemara in Sanhedrin, it's worth it to take a look and see the greater context of the quotation of our Pasuk in Baha'a So the Gemara in Sanhedrin questions when the Gemara tries to learn out how do we know that the that judges um, for Dine Nefoshos, how do we know that they can't be blemished? It first quotes the Pasuk in Shear Shirim that we quoted earlier. Then the Gemara says, yeah, but maybe that line, that Pasuk is only talking about physical blemishes. So then at that point, the Gemara says, okay, so I'll give you a different Pasuk. And it quotes our Pasuk regarding Baha'alosachah, the Zikanim that Moshe Rabbeinu um, um, appoints in this week's Parsha by the order of Hashem, by the, um, by the instruction of Hashem when Moshe Rabbeinu asks for assistance. And interestingly enough, the Gemara and Sanhedrin at that point is not completely satisfied, but challenges further that maybe Moshe's 70 Zikanim needed to be of flawless lineage only because of the Shechina. They were going to be in the Ohel Moed. And so then the Gemara says, okay, I'll quote another Pasuk from, from Sefer Shmos, from Parshas Yisro, Yudchas, Chavbeis, um, where the, there's no context where they're going to be standing in front of the Shechina. It's talking about the judges from Yisro. So the Gemara says... From that Pasuk, we see that they have to resemble a Moshe Rabbeinu and that they can't have any tainted lineage. In other words, if you were not convinced by the Pasuk in Baha'a that the Pasuk in Baha'a can be a standard for judges of all times, we have another Pasuk in, in Parshas Yisro that can serve that purpose. Because after all, the Pasuk in Baha'a was talking about the 70s of Canaan that would be standing before the Shechina in the Ohel Moed. So who says that we should compare? So the lesson that seems to emerge is one of two possibilities. That either, like we just said, that the cleanliness and the purity of judges does not depend on the presence of the Shechina. Or maybe we're learning something else, that the, that the Chazal are drawing an equation, the Torah is drawing an equation to be made 
between the Sanhedrin members in the Ohel Moed before the Shechina and all other members of the Sanhedrin for all times. In other words, a member of the Sanhedrin must always be fit to stand Lifnei HaShechina. After all, we know in the Sher Shalyom um, for, for Tuesday we say, Elohim that Hashem stands in the assembly of judges. And so what this tells us is that the judges of all times, they, they can't have any movement. Right, they, they have to be physically clean, they have to have no physical movement, like that Pesach and Shirashirim, but apparently they have to be familially clean. There can't be a Pagam Mishpacha, there can't be anything wrong with the lineage. It's fascinating that the Torah demands all of these standards. We find this by Kahuna as well. There can't be a, a, a Pagam, a blemish in the lineage of the Kohen, and there also can't be physical blemishes in the Kohen who's serving. Same thing is true for judges. And if all of this is true, that there has to be a certain cleanliness, a certain purity to the judges in their physical appearance and in their familial legacy. So Kalvach Omer, they have to be spiritually clean as well. The whole purpose of the job of a judge is honesty and fairness and following the Ratzon Hashem, the Torah way. And this perhaps is the Musr that's being called to our attention in Parshas Baha and Tosfos right here on our daf that we as judges have to try to be people who are Domen Lemosh Rabbeinu in all the different facets. We can't have physical blemishes like the Pasuk says in Shir Hashirim. We have to be ready to stand Lefnei HaShechina in the Ohel Moed, judging not only as people who are Ro'e Lehora, um, that are fitting to, to make those judgment calls, um, and having uh, a flawless lineage as much as possible, but certainly above all else, our character, our spiritual character, has to be proper if we're going to be in a, in a position of judgment. So we have to be in all aspects ready to stand before the Shechina. Until next time, I look forward to meeting you back here in the Parsha and on the Daf for another exciting discussion in Inyana Dioma. Thank you for joining us here at the Database.